This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here we go. Hour number four of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3. The fan at 877-881-1053. Jerry Jones was asked, what playoff memory is most burned into your mind? Um... Romo muffin the field goal hold against the Seahawks, says the 2 1 4. That's a big one. Uh, the catch by Des Bryant says the 4 6 9. I'll forever remember where and when I was when that happened. Yep. 8 1 7 more, the Des catch. 2 1 4, Des caught it. Uh, how about this? Most memorable, Jackie Smith dropped the ball in the end zone from Roger Stombach, Super Bowl 10. I was 10 years old, and it still burns. Yeah. Brutal tight end, right? He was a Hall of Fame tight end. Uh, was with the St. Louis Cardinals for a ton of years, so you always competed against him. He was, he was, he was really a really good player for them. Two one four playoff loss to the Giants in 07. That was the worst playoff moment ever. Oh. And that Giants team won the Super Bowl, right? Yes, they Patrick did. Patrick Creighton, they did. Lost it maybe a little Be- bit. Oh, Be- Patrick. Well, Creighton. he had nothing but green grass in front of him. He just bobbled yeah. that ball and dropped it. And then R.W. McCorder stepped in front of a Romo pass. Terry Glenn. Mm. Tulsa, well, stand up. Yeah, that was uh, the Giants' run. Won at Tampa, won at Dallas, and won in the frigid temperatures Lambeau. in Lambeau. Yep. Yeah, they they beat uh, Brett Favre, didn't they? Yes, they did. That was a Favre. That wasn't that, that, that wasn't a Rogers situation. No, that was no, Favre's that was, last game. That was as Favre's a last game as a Packer. Yeah, eight one seven that 07 playoff game, uh, uh, Giants Texas Stadium. That's Tovash. Yeah, it was a tough one. Is that, uh, that one. The catch. I was fifteen and playing high school football. Burned like an ulcer. Uh, so uh, we'll continue to take your text at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. We'll go around the room here, get your uh, memories, and then we'll play what Jerry Jones had to say earlier with the uh, KNC masterpiece. Wolchuk, what is it for you? Uh, all of those are great. I mean, those are, those are, I mean, they're not great, but those are all very good <laughs> mentions. Those are all fantastic memories. Those are I heartbreaking have. memories. Um, but to me, it's 2014. It's Des, without question. That was a team that you felt had a chance to do it. You had beaten Seattle that year in Seattle. Uh, and man, and even the, like, I thought about asking that to Steven. We just didn't have a lot of time with him, but eight years ago. This week, that play happened, and every time I watch it, it makes me more and more angry. I mean, he takes three steps and lunges towards the end zone. You're telling me that's not a catch. You can go freaking bleep yourself, NFL. <laughs> I mean, it. oh, it's infuriating. And, Brian, I mean, you had a front row seat. So I can't imagine how you felt. Yeah. Well, I will never forget where I was. Play. I mean, the, the defining moment. That I mean, it changed the trajectory of Tony and Dez's career from that point on. When you think about it. Now the official to that side called the play right. Oh, he marked it right. It, 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 oh, it kills me, man. He knew, but yeah, that's it was you know, unfortunate. It really was when that I, when that ball was when that ball was traveling our direction. I'm like, my gosh, this guy just made this throw on fourth and two. 
you know, he tried that's that you talk about a gutsy, ballsy throw. But man, you look at how Dez was going up against Sam Shields. He had him he had him beat. Unbelievable catch. Unbelievable catch. Really was. Who uh who, what is it for 81, you? Eighty one the eighty one NFC championship game at Candlestick Park. The yeah. Dwight the White Clark catch. I go that far back. I you know, in my twenty years of having season tickets with the Cowboys, I've seen a lot of great, great playoff games growing up, but I also you know, saw some losses along the way. That 81 game to this day still affects me. And I remember the emotion of how that, you know, and that game, if you go back and watch it, Drew Pearson gets horse collared mm-hmm. at the end of the game. And they don't have the horse collar rule. Yeah. But Dallas, if he breaks that tackle, Dallas is going to win that game. But that yeah. was a tough loss. To yeah. Day. Mine, you know, I was only six when that happened. I vaguely remember the excitement around it. But mine was the, the revenge game in 93. 30 to 20 Cowboys over 49ers. They'd already won a Super Bowl. The Cowboys had, but you know, no, they hadn't. They hadn't won a Super Bowl yet. And the thought for me growing up was never that anything could detour the Niners, you know? Yeah. So it was like the witch is dead, you know, after 11 years of dominance and the, the way the Cowboys did it. You know, there were a lot of great teams through the late 80s and the 90s, the Rams, the Vikings, um, and, and, and these teams, you know, could put up a fight against the 49ers. Remember how they just trounced the Bears coming off a of Super yeah. Bowl in like 88? It was like, oh my goodness, they just are destroying teams. And when the Cowboys matched up with them, it was the first time you could feel that the Niners were going to lose because of the surges at both lines of scrimmage. It was like, they're in the backfield again? This doesn't happen. But that day it happened, and that was a major transition in NFL history for my youth as, you know, coming out of a time where the Niners hung the moon for over a decade, you know. And sure, the Giants got one and Washington got one and other things were happening in that pocket. Uh, But, you know, that was like watching the 90s Bulls with Jordan lose. And it was kind of like, wow, what am I watching and how badass does this team have to be in order to take those guys out? Man, that is that's legendary I, for me. And I will, I guess, first, we need to do some house uh, housekeeping here. The 817. We did mention we did mention Brett Favre. So, Walchuck, good point. Floor's yours. Mama gave me them flap checks. I said, Mama, take away five of them flap checks. I want to stay hungry for the Crimson Tide. Aaron Rodgers to Jared Cook with Ooh. like five seconds remaining in the game. That one, that one's burned. When the Crosby field goal, yeah, that one sucks. Is that like the catch too? Yeah, kind of, man. That toe Stupid. tapper, Jared, Co- and, and like when you go back and see The it, holding that wasn't called. Yeah, the holding. And, I'll tell you one thing. Jeff Heath blasts yeah. Aaron Rodgers in the back, and somehow he held onto that ball. I mean, in the pocket. He, he comes on a safety blitz, and Rodgers never sees him, and I swear that ball is going to fly out of his hand. Orlando Scandrick's going to pick it up and he's going to carry it all the way into the end zone for a touchdown. I, I to this day, oh, yeah. I don't, I do not know how Rodgers held onto that ball. I mean, it, it was just amazing. And then the next play, they they throw the ball for the you know for the uh, for the uh, the big play to get to the field goal. Crazy. Yeah, there were there were there was a play in 2014 as well that there was a deflection off of Randall Cobb or one of the receivers and the other receiver was there waiting for it and yeah. you know several things could have happened in those contests. Well, and you had the Demarco Murray fumble too. Oh, yeah, Julius one. Peppers made I mean, a great play. Dallas is driving to score and he and I the way it was 
Might the way it was blocked, he might have scored, and Julius Peppers knocked the ball out of his hand. Old guy here says the 2-1-4. I've seen them all. I remember the gut-wrenching losses more than any. First two playoff losses to the Packers, losses to the Colts. Uh, 9-0-3. Dawson, the Cowboys won two Super Bowls in the 70s. Yes, I know. I was just you know, talking about them getting back to after it in the 90s and if they had, uh, you know, reversed that yet. <laughs> At Seattle, the Romo fumble after, I believe, a Witten first down was called back. Yes, it was. Yep, they reviewed that. That was heartbreaking. I lost a lot of money on that play. <laughs> uh, from a good standpoint for me, I mean, and I, Walchuk, you might co-sign this. Like, when I think about positive playoff, I think about Dak scrambling into the end zone versus the Seahawks. To oh, I he didn't. Have, I don't think his. he scored on it, but it was, it did set up a first. It was a was third that when he down. got helicoptered, shotgun. Yeah, he, I mean, did. he didn't score on that. No, play. It, it uh-uh. was, but he did get down to the one for a first down. Okay, he gets down. To it the, was an amazing play. But that was kind of the play that. Yeah, it was, was a like, huge play. Okay, well, Romo, think, Romo versus Detroit at the stadium was a good. Oh my gosh, game that too. game was amazing. Tank with the tank, no pi call. Yeah, when yeah the no pi Anthony call. But, Hitchens, but yeah. tank tank sacks. Uh, Stafford, he's balls on the ground. He's yes. celebrating, and then everybody's like, "What are you doing?" Cowboys had to come back to win that yeah. one. Yeah. So, what Jerry say this morning? He was on with uh, KNC Masterpiece. Which playoff memory most burned into your mind? Here's Jerry. Well, I think the uh, as it turns out, the stars are uh, address what I'm fixing to say. How big it is is how healthy we are. Huh. Uh, no matter uh, uh, and and everyone is a star. Some are just bigger than others. But somebody that's going to do uh, 30 plays for us, 45 plays for us out there, and take that critical role of whatever the position is, that's a star. And I'm not trying to diminish Dak Prescott or diminish uh, Parsons or anyone like that or Pollard, but still. Yeah, let's back uh, out of this. This is three. How important is it for the stars to show up on Monday? That's my bad, Lucius. I gave you the wrong cuts. I'm looking for number 10 here. Which memory most burned into your mind? Well, I think that I would describe it uh, like this. Uh, you can have a, uh, a really impressive two-yard run, as we all know, uh, if you're a running back. And it can be very impressive. Something happens to that two-yard run when it gets in a championship game or it gets down where if you don't win, you go home and you're through for the year. That two-yard run, every one of them is accentuated, just not exaggerated, but they become more. Uh, uh, Zeke jumps up in there and he powers through there, and then he's uh, got his still up, got his feet still under him, but his head looks like he's down. And then doggone, he spins. Uh, that two-yard run, doing that compared to doing that opening day, just gets bigger, and it feels bigger, and it's more. It is bigger uh, because everything is on the line at that point for that game, and so that play has been uh, really exaggerated. Not exaggerated, but uh, uh, just sticks in your mind more. I can remember my college days, and I remember specific plays, and they were not necessarily a 98-yard run. They might have been a a 2.5-yard run, or they might have been a – key staying with the block one step longer and no stick out as much or more than the 90 yard run in a, in a nor- other situation sounds like he remembers a lot you know all the two yard runs i know chia fall you got to love the sound of a two yard run sticking out as a big <laughs> bonus there in the Super hey Bowl. baby when it when it when it's third and one 
That two hey. yard run is everything we could ever dream of. Or Marion Barber in the, coming out of the end zone there. Man, if that was a playoff moment, that would be number one for me, Walt Chuck. I don't know if Jerry had his fastball working this morning. There was an interesting situation with uh, Godwin as well. But the 972 says the <laughs> Pittsburgh Dallas game. Dallas got an interference call fourth down. Uh, captain drive uh, for Pittsburgh in the 70s. Terrible interference call. Kept the Pittsburgh drive alive, and they end up winning the Super Bowl. Those are the things that pain you, you know. And I, I of course, uh, you know, grew up uh, following the Trailblazers and then covering them for a couple of years before I moved here. And the the uh, Kobe to Shaq alley-oop that caps their, like, 15-0 run in Game 7 as they're coming back, you see it in all the like the playoff highlight reels. I mean, to me, that was just like burned in my brain. I imagine I'll be thinking about that one for for decades because it's just so cruel how uh, you know one shot or one moment can can change these uh, you know legacies, these trajectories of, of teams going for the title. Do you think the 07 was Jerry's worst playoff memory, though? If you had to just say, give me a year. I don't need to know about two yard runs. It's got to be the the it, third game against uh, the Niners, where you where Dion pass interference on Michael Irvin, yeah. and you would have had the three peat. Yeah, to that, me, I mean, I kind of because I bet you he'll tell you that the 07 team was one of the best teams he ever had. 07 was loaded, yeah, and and to lose that game and thinking that all was ahead of you, and the fact that you beat the Giants twice, yeah. I think that when you had a home game the next week against the Packers, so set up the Romo fumble probably was bad because. That was his guy. Romo was his guy, you know. So, well, yeah, 2016, he to, I mean, 2014, 2016, you felt like you had a real yeah. chance. The but 2016 I, team, that, yeah. Those uh, teams did not defend but, like the 07 team. The, yeah, 07 yeah. was probably the most complete team they had. Yeah, yeah that was a really good team. And, and Jerry talked about that today or this week in the USA Today of just how much it's pained him to not be able to get back for 26 years. And he mentioned that 07 team because of, that he feels like we had Romo and Parcells yeah. and all of these, you know, legendary players and still had a good offensive line and, you know, unable to get it done. Maybe 07 is, you know, is the biggest. That that still would have left 15 years. You know, when I first started covering this team in 2010, um, they talked about how it had been 15, 16 years all the time. Yeah. And at that point, it seemed like forever. Now it's, it's been another 12 years. Yeah, another 12 years. You know, you if, if you'd want an 07 in Parcells, I think we might be back in this same mode of lamenting the lack of success over the last decade plus. 07 is Phillips? Wade, it was Wade's first year. It was Wade's 06 first. was still Bill. Yeah. Okay, good clarification there. I know, I was just thinking, I was I was trying to get it right in my own mind. We I'm did sorry. get some texts, and, and just for positive memories, 09, where you shut out the Eagles back-to-back weeks, season finale, oh, and that a wild card that run. Game, That's Romo's yeah, first playoff win. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. The last game of the year, that was the winner of that game got to host. Yeah. And and Philadelphia just, that was really the end of Andy Reid. That's pretty sexy. That was, yeah. the, and, the, the best memory in recent history might be the Mavs in game four against the Heat coming back from 15 down with five minutes to play. Amen. Oh, freaking legendary. Epic. To avoid yeah. going down 3-1. 2-0. That would have been 3-1. 3-1. Oh, that was the 3-1 situation? Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, I, I think they end up winning the, the next two. Yeah, they, they rode that momentum all the way through. For the Rangers, obviously striking out A-Rod to go to the World Series. 
uh, Feliz, maybe the the skate in the crease for the stars. Oh, that was oh, amazing. Brett Favre. That was amazing. No, just kidding, Ooh. Brett Hall. <laughs> Who'd you say? It. I just believed myself. Yes, you <laughs> love it. was on my that. mind. Mm-hmm. You're professional Mama self-believer. Mama gave me eight of them flapjacks. Mm-hmm. I said, Mama, take away five of them flapjacks. I want to stay hungry for, for the, the Crimson Tide. We got to run, Nation. When we come back, time to hit the expressway. It is a Friday. It's quitting time. Time for what you're drinking. And, and what, what you thinking. thinking. At 877-881-1053. We're back with your phone calls here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Shoot ya, ball. It is Friday at quitting time, and it is time now for What You're Drinking and, and What, what You thinking. thinking. 817, I'm about to crack open at least 10 Miller lots tonight. I'm thinking Dak throws for three touchdowns. And the Cowboys still lose. Oh, Commander, wow. Commander Tutty. Not a believer in the defense, apparently. Every uh, Friday at this time, we do open the phone calls for your one opportunity of the week to call in while intoxicated or in the process of catching a buzz. There's only a couple of rules. You know, you answer the questions, what you're drinking and what you're thinking. And you're not operating heavy machinery or driving a motor vehicle <laughs> at the time. Uh, or when we're on the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As always, we go around the I room. Hammered. Okay, uh, currently I am drinking a 12-ounce Diet Coke. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to Jose. It has been confirmed that uh, he's been rousted, and he is on his way to the Bigfoot hunt this weekend. Go, there we go, Jose. Here, pressure. Baby okay. Josie. I am uh, very much looking forward to this uh, Bigfoot hunt, despite the fact I have a little anxiety about the boys jumping in some canoes. Now, Uh-oh. these are some rowdy, fun guys that might pull a prank on you and, like, throw a garter snake at you or tip over your canoe to laugh. And, it's, mm. frankly, it's too cold for those kind of hijinks. But you can't put it past them. Oh, um, man. So I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for no near-death experiences. I think the only uh, heavy drinkers are non-firearm people, so that's a good. That's a plus. But I, I look forward to uh, being back here on, on Monday and reporting on a, on a job well done. That's what I'm drinking, and that is what I'm thinking. Brian, how about you? I have got the Mio water work, and I learned this. I, I didn't know. It's got caffeine in it. Yeah. I was kind of wondering why I'm a little jumpy afterwards. I'm usually not a caffeine guy, but I have it, a hard time sleeping tonight, Brian. It, well, it, it makes the it makes the water taste a little bit better, so I'm trying to do that. What I'm thinking, I am grateful. I actually have a full weekend off. What? A Saturday and a Sunday. Hadn't had one of those in a while. But uh, looking forward to it. I know that it. feeling doing well. Some fishing. Yeah. We doing some eating. <laughs> it's nice. Is it nice? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what I'm going to do. I really I'm I'm kind of debating on. Yes, you were you talking do. about. No, you're I was going to de- sit there and you're going to watch a bunch of tape. You're going to watch college guys and you're going to wake up Monday morning and you're going to haven't seen the light of day. No, 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 no. I'm okay. I'm going to do part of that. You're right about <laughs> yeah. that. I got to do part of that. But no, I'm 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 honestly looking forward not to have to do anything talking about football. Just watch the games. 
and enjoy and get ready for Monday. You've been a very busy man this football season once I have. again, Brian. Not like Kurt Herbstreit busy, but I've been no. busy. number one been NFL busy. Odyssey podcaster Brian Broaddus. Hell Bobby yeah. Belt. That's and, right. And, and, and Bob. And, and Peyton Russell. Part one preview out now. Okay. All right. Go find yes. that. Yeah. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Love of the that. star. Here's Wolchuk with what he's drinking and thinking. I'm going to crush this uh, soda, state of the art weight loss chocolate shake, uh, after the expressway here. That'll be my dinner. It's got some avocado oil in it. It does have some avocado oil in it. There you Get go. My uh, teaspoons in. And uh, I'm thinking happy birthday to my buddy, Jared Hannon. He turns 31 today. So I'm going to ha- hang out there at his place after the show. With the fellas. So who knows what kind of debauchery we get into tonight. But it won't get a weigh-in tomorrow, right? Too ruckus. Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep myself maintained because I got a big weigh-in tomorrow. Oh, so you can't go all New Year's on us. No, 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 no. It's not gonna be that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is exciting though. You're dressed to impress. How many ladies are gonna be there? Uh, I don't think there'll be a ton of ladies. I mean, his wife will be there. Oh, I you're gonna kill him if they are, man. The beard's coming in nice. Thank the wool the chuck look is back. I'd say at least fifty percent there. I'm yeah. glad, I mean, You're looking thanks. good over there, buddy. Well, and, yeah. he, and he went from like a little bit grungy emo Walchuck all week to a Friday like schoolboy yeah. happy like it definitely would be. It's the like wax parents, in the hair. Yeah, a girl would be yeah, excited yeah. to introduce him to mom and dad. Yeah, right no, now. the hair. Uh, I need. I probably need to go get a, a haircut over the weekend or something. Did they ever tell you like Ryan Day, the coach at Ohio State? No. Ooh. You get a little Ryan you Day. You see that. You get a Ryan we'll, Day we'll look. crush the sides. It's just the, I probably need to get the length a little bit on the top. Just need a little toppy top. Yeah. yeah I, I think I it was good, that. man. I thought it was a little Ben McAdoo look earlier in the week. Okay, oh, shut oh, up. Here's Gia Follow with what he's drinking. I just gave you a big compliment, buddy. A big compliment. I'll get my balls busted here. That's fine. I'm drinking a little Redmond Relite Electrolyte drink mix right now. What? Feeling good. Sounds pretty good. Salty. It's the mango flavor. I like it quite a bit. Getting hydrated for the big turnup. Getting hydrated for the big turnup. Yeah, we'll probably get a couple of daytime cocktails going tomorrow. Looking forward to that. It's going to be like 65 and sunny tomorrow. Are you calling the Indians to bring the kids over? We're doing some patio drinking? Yeah, I'm going to get as many parents involved so that there's just more supervision with the youngsters. Perfect. I'll meet meet up with you. I'll just kind of float around in the back. Yeah, Wolchuk, why don't you come hang out? Uh, but I'm thinking about the idea that, and I know it's a Monday night game, so we're not going to get this over the next 48 hours, but what kind of Cowboy team are we dealing with here? Is this a different kind of bunch? Are they going to step out on the field against a team that they are better than and show them who's boss in the month of January? Or is this the same old Cowboys? And this is this has the perfect opportunity to be a storybook ending where you come out of the gates. We all thought their season died week one versus this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. They look incompetent. Their quarterback goes down. Chalk it up. Let's talk draft with Brian Broaddus for the next six months. No, sir. They rebounded. They were resilient. That's been the that's been the term all season long for McCarthy in this bunch. They have a chance to get redemption versus Versus the Bucks, who we Ooh. thought ended their season in week one. And now they go into their house versus the GOAT. First time you could ever beat him. It's in the playoffs. This is supposed to be his time. Maybe it's ours. No, our time. Our time's down here. His time's gone. It's up there. It's not like right. Herb Brooks. Leave him. Speech in that hockey movie. Yeah. <laughs> A I'm double revenge. This is our time. A double revenge. Yeah. guy. Oh. Screw him. God, can it's you imagine time. how good you'd feel walking off that field Monday night if you get that dub against Tom? Two one fours drinking a Diet Coke, thinking they're a bunch of other teams wishing they made it as far as the Cowboys. I know that's right. Here's Lucius Alexander in the Pimp Cup. Uh, I'm drinking. Uh, I finished a gallon of water here, fellas. There I just got go. a little corner left, so I got that whole gallon down on a Friday. I sure did. Puts uh, in and, mad work. Yeah, puts in mad work, man. And uh, I'm thinking I'm very thankful for my sister. She's helping me with this business endeavor I got going on. 
Yeah, okay. Help me put the LLC together and Sweet. find a manufacturer. Yeah. Okay. So, look, you know, just shout out to my parents. You never thought we'd get along. Look at there. That was terrific. Yeah. Man, every good idea guy needs a business person like your sister yeah. to help execute the ideas. My God. And she already runs like an art gallery and stuff like that. Mm. So she already, you know, how to move, move things Wait. around. It's crazy. Walchuk runs a fart gallery. Oh. <laughs> I collect the best. Oh, saw that first hey. 214 says also the get right uh, killed it this week. Let's go. You're right. They have. They sure yeah, they have. It's sure been have. great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, G-Bag Nation, it is time now to take your phone calls, and we start with line one. Mr. Nasty, what you drinking? Currently, I'm drinking a little bit of coffee. I put some uh, Kahlua in there. i got to stay awake. I've been working all day and walking into Baby Nasty's training as we speak. Okay. And what you thinking? What I'm, what I'm thinking is, is how far into the season are we going to go before we start talking? Time to let go of Coach Kid. I feel like um, we can. Christian Wood has a lot more potential. I just feel like he needs to be unleashed. Appreciate that call, Mr. Nasty, and uh, hopefully Baby Nasty is completely dominating that training. Seeing some of the videos of his kid, Baby Nasty, by the way, very good like Junior Hooper. There you go. As far as Jason Kidd, that's a good question. I don't think it's coming this year, and I don't think it's coming with Christian Wood because there's like a reputation that comes along with him that if you failed or you didn't get what you wanted out of him, people would be like, yeah, it's not your fault. Um. I was hoping earlier, like, for example, I was hoping earlier that what we saw in the Houston game and then last night was a sign that Christian Wood was making the coaching staff like like him because that was a hell of an effort, you know, was maybe the position's not there. But damn it, he played with like two different injuries last night was blocking shots. You don't win that game without Christian Wood. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, boy, the coaches really got to like him now. Like, have we turned a leaf over? Nope. Just a just a couple of cool blocks in an otherwise game that's leaving them frustrated by being out of position, you know? Um, so I, I don't think it's coming. Um, I, I hope that this team figures out a way to get a deal done with him, though. I'll tell you that much. Uh, because you, you're not going to find that kind of talent. So I hope he and Jason Kidd don't see eye-to-eye for, like, the next four years and they just try to make the most out of it. That would be the biggest mistake you're letting him go again. I kind of feel like, Gavin, that the, the scenario that you laid out earlier about – the potential of showcasing him yeah. and seeing if you can do something, I think you're on to something. That's the best end to this story? That that right there, I'm just going to say this. I think you're on to something. How okay. about that? The okay. better he plays over the next month, the less yeah. likely it is that he is here uh, yeah. in about four weeks. Yeah, okay. They're pushing him out there not to help the team go on a great run and build camaraderie and chemistry, but to get him in the trade market. So. I, you guys are on to something there. Okay, line two is Kenny here in the G-Bag Nation. What you drinking, Kenny? What up? What up? Frozen peach margarita with a shot of rock, rock and, and roll, roll tequila. tequila. And what you thinking, Kenny? Well, I'm chasing it with a glass of what the hell was that last week? <laughs> yeah. Shout out Mama and Papa Bear brought us Thank you. Sweet camera. Thank you. General, my favorite people call me Papa. Mm. Landon, Maxon, and Cadence. It's a great name. General, sorry you look like me and brought us. I like it, man. That's a good look. Lucius, to the man who ate horse food growing up and dream of going to the island of Lesbo. Happy belated birthday, buddy. Love you, man. The memory of the Cowboys, it's in my brain, is all of them. The ice bowl, the catch, 
And ever since I was a child, I was a Cowboy fan. This is what has burned the passion of being a Cowboy fan in my mind and my soul. I bleed Cowboy blue. Good, bad, or ugly, a Cowboy fan. I make fun of that saying, just wait till next year. But I was guilty of that for about 20 years. Now for about 15, 20 years, it's all about pride. That's me. Go Cowboys, kick their ass, rock and roll. Let's go, Kenny. Have yourself a great weekend. We will be on Monday, uh, 2 to 4 for regular G-Bag. And then Chia following brought us kick off the pregame show at 4 o'clock. That's how he courts. He writes poems to his girls. You know he did, he right? Did, you know he wrote poems to his yeah. girls. Yeah, that that Kenny, you know, he's an interesting fella, isn't he? I had a great time hanging out with him whenever he comes out. Here's Rodeo Ron on line three, back in for what you drinking and what you thinking. And uh, Ron, good afternoon, sir. What you drinking? Great to have you back. Ron, how are you? Um, I am drinking just a little bit of Dr. Pepper. Oh, wait a minute. That's a damn lie. I'm drinking that gin with a little bit of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you? Hey, I, I want to say thank you for all the shout-outs last week, guys. Yeah. Especially Quinlan, all you guys. Hey, uh, bald head is great. I have a bald head. Had one for my years, so <laughs> turn to love it. Shoot you I want to give a shout out to my new co-worker, Frankie One Shoe. He's also a new Tolo now. Good for him. Good but man. Hey, I got a phone call today from a little angel, and this is what he said. He said, Daddy, I know you're a Cowboy love fan, and I, I don't know why. And, and, and they're playing the GOAT this weekend. Oh, my. He said, but guess what? There comes a time in every goat that their time is in. He said, just be thankful. It's going to be the Cowboys that put Tom Brady in retirement. Let's go, Cowboys. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Ron. If you're not hanging out with Rodeo Ron, drinking Jim Bean, then where the F you at, baby? Let's go, Ron. Welcome back into What You're Drinking and What You Thinking. And that opens a line at 877-881-1053. You know, that's a ball-headed man himself. I got to tell you what, going bald, uh, on purpose last week. When I look in the mirror now, now this is my body dysmorphia. I feel like I look more strong and less doughy. That's what yeah. a shaved head will do to you. It is yeah. very, very true, bro. I'm like, dang, man, you look kind of strong over there, bro. The testosterone is oozing. That's right from you, right? It doubles your testosterone, man. <laughs> okay, here's line four. It's Nick. Good evening, Nick. What you drinking? I'm drinking Jim Beam and some Coors Light. Oh, that's excellent. What you thinking? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, first off, Gavin, the bald head brings out the jawline. Looks great. Thank you, buddy. It looks Definitely. great. Thank you. Uh, I also want to thank you guys. Um, all the shows on the network will get me through a lot of things, except for Sean and RJ. RJ needs to stay away from anything that involves musical talent whatsoever. <laughs> um, also, Lucius, you don't need an LLC to sell weed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not scared for Monday night, you're lying to yourself 100%. There's, there's things to be scared about. Tom Brady can tear you up, but I, I, you know, obviously still believe in the Cowboys. And this one's for Broadus. With the Broncos coaching search, I know they're looking at Dan Quinn and this and that, but why? That, their defense wasn't the problem. You know, they got a, a terrible offense. And I know the Sean Payton stuff, but, you know, what about the Eric Bienemies and stuff like that? I just, I feel like that should be the main focus instead of, I mean, I know you want to play for Dan Quinn, but I don't know. Yeah, no, thanks. So they, they tried it with the offensive coach, and really they were trying to hire Dan Quinn. Trust me on that. I've got connections on both sides of that one, and you know I, I really do believe that they wanted Dan, and then ownership was getting sold, and they said, you know, we can't go with another defensive coach here. 
And that's why I honestly do believe they thought they were going to get Aaron Rodgers, too. Mm. was another reason why they went after. But Dan, Dan is a guy, Dan has a very good rapport with that general manager there. And, you know, maybe they believe that if Dan comes in, he'll hire the right offensive coach to turn things around. I think that would be Brian Schottenheimer is who he would probably bring with him. Hmm. So that's kind of where we're at on that. But they wanted Dan Quinn until uh, Joe Ellis and uh, stepped in. There. Russell Wilson likes him a lot, too. So, uh, yeah. you know, but I think that's a good question there by the caller. You know, uh, why not find a good offensive guy? Maybe they're thinking we're going to win with defense and playing complimentary football, well, and Schottenheimer and Quinn will give you that yeah, got, exact formula. Yeah, they've got they've got some really talented wide receivers on that crew. You know, I mean, they do. So, it's add, you know, they got some top picks coming up. It, 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 they're going to get that thing turned around if they get the right coach. Okay, let's go to line five. Here is Bill. What you drinking? What you thinking, Bill? Have at it. Good afternoon, gentlemen, or good evening, I guess. Uh, I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper Zero, ice cold, tastes good. Uh, And I'm thinking to myself, uh, it's been a real long time since we've been to the promised land. And at the beginning of the year, I I settled for myself. There's only one measure of a successful season. They need to get to the NFC championship game, win or lose. If they get there, it's a successful season. And if they don't, I think – from this point forward, if not sooner, you have to lay it at Jerry Jones' feet. Um, he wants to be the face of the franchise. He wants to be out there and say he's the one making the decisions. Whether or not he's involved in the day-to-day operations like y'all, they were talking about earlier, it doesn't matter. He's the, the final say-so. He's the the head man and – we really need to start laying it at his feet and saying the problem is 100% Jerry Jones because they've proven they can get talented players. They've proven they can coach those players, but there's something in the formula that seems to stink and not be able to break. Get it there. To Thank you, Bill. I hear you. You know, we, we call out the McCaskey family in Chicago, the Browns in Cincinnati. That's we, right. We call out the Snyders in Washington. We give credit to the Roonies in Pittsburgh. You know, uh, when when families are great and when families are bad, we have no problem calling it when it's not our team. I, I think part of the reason here is we know it's not going to change. It's not going to change. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, so we're trying to change. win it. We're trying to come up with a winning formula in spite of Jerry. What did you yeah. say the other day? You got to hope that somebody in the Jones family totally gets it, right? Yeah, yeah. That totally, you said it the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it stinks because when you have the family being the GM, you never give yourself the opportunity every three to five years to hire a visionary. Yeah. So we need one of the Joneses to be like, you know what, this is frustrating. Our family name's all about, uh, you know, wealth instead of Super Bowls, and I'm going to change it. Yeah. So one of those young Jones grandkids right now needs to say, I'm going to be the next genius to solve you know, modern football, and I just happen to have the last name Jones. I think they're smart enough and driven enough, but this current older generation of Joneses, Jerry and Steven, just the windfall of cash and success that happened in the 90s, they don't have anything to prove. They've proven everything. You need somebody with something to prove and, like, pride on the line, um, and I don't think you're getting it from either of these two generations. So, you try to find a coach or, you know, obviously Will McClay Will is a McClay, hell of a yeah, find. Yeah. You know, with, without him, I think he would be the Cleveland Browns. Line six is Wee Wee James. You're in the G-Bag Nation. And what you drinking, what you thinking? This is Wee Wee James. I'm smoking a Gurkha 
Model Model uh, drinking a cool light with a, a crown black chaser. Okay. The realization is we gonna lose this game uh, Monday night. Okay, that makes uh, you so sure. We gonna lose the game, and I'm sorry. I'm 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 cowboy fan, but that is gonna mess this up. We we gonna get behind uh, 14 points in by the fourth quarter. We're gonna come back at the end, but that's gonna be it. Thanks, Wee Wee. I, I think that would be a familiar story, and I, I know it, 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 it. I hate to say it too. I feel your pain. Wee Wee says it. I know. I know a lot of people are building hope and, and optimism, and, um, and I hope they're right. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, Gavin Heisenberg made Brian Cranston even look tough. You're right. He had cancer. You know. Yeah. Here's uh, line seven. It's Adrian. What you drinking? What you thinking, Adrian? Yes. Uh, hi guys. How you doing? Good. Terrific. What you drinking? Um, actually, I'm doing. I'm drinking a bottle of water right now. Excellent. That's very healthy. What you thinking? Listen, I'm. I'm thinking, um, Brian. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, are there any good Are there any good offensive coordinators out there that can really help out the Cowboys next season? And I was thinking, um, why not try out uh, Matt Walensko at right tackle? Thanks for, thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Adrian. Good call. Well, let's go. Is injured. And yeah, the the coordinator stuff like that. If they if they hire a coordinator, they're going to hire within. I don't if they if they let go of if they let go of that you know if they let go of Kellen Moore then they're going to hire Matt, uh, Brian Schoen. That that's yeah. just it's just that's the connection. Line eight is Allie. You're in the nation. What you drinking? What you thinking? Yo, yeah, I just cracked open a, a Modelo Ranch water, and uh, I'm thinking, is it on Kellen Moore or Mike when it comes to play calling at the end of halves or games? Because I think the Cowboys can win, but the game comes down to the wire. I'm nervous on how the Cowboys will manage the play clock. Thank you, sir. That opens a line. Uh, Brian, it's always Kellen Moore, right? Yeah, Kellen Mike clicks over and kind of gives him suggestions like, listen, I'm going to use timeouts or go for it, you know, but it's Kellen's responsibility to get the plays in. That'd be tough to to seed control like that as a head coach. I don't think I'd be comfortable with that. I don't think I would either. Yeah, but I, I guess Especially that's... if I've been a play caller. It's more the job description uh, more and more that the head coaches are, are just walk around guys. And Lucky Lou finishes up, Lucky, what you drinking, what you thinking? going guys thanks for taking my call checking in from uh chattanooga tennessee listening to you guys in the audible app thank god for the audible app um one thing i gotta say is another thing shout out to my little brother uh mr nasty time and if by chance the cowboys lose this weekend mike mccarthy got to go Send his ass on. Ooh, I like that. That's strong. I don't think the Joneses want anything to do with that suggestion no. right now. I think they're pretty dug in. But maybe we could get Kellen Moore, and that would open up the opportunity that if Schottenheimer does go with Dan Quinn to Denver, maybe you could get some new blood. I'm looking yeah. for a Kyle Shanahan uh, uh, coaching tree guy, McVay, uh, or uh, up there with Bienemy in, in Kansas City. Calf guy, I know, took the OC job with the Giants. Yeah. That was a missed opportunity from last year that I would have rather have. Eight three two. Let me on. Let me uh, fill you in on something, Gavin. Rich kids aren't smart because they don't have to be. Yeah, maybe maybe that is too much wishful thinking on my part. We go into the pimp cup now for Lucius Alexander yeah, in LA Live. Yeah, I'm just going to empty out the folder here on a Friday the thirteenth, right at the Rick. Well, all right, you squares. Fire up this funk and let's have a joke. Yeah. It'll make you dance to some of everything. 
Yep. I think Wee Wee was smoking a cigar. I'm not for sure. Yeah, the Gurkha. Okay. It's a legendary yes, guard. All right. All right, so 553, Lucius. Eric decided to ingest that egg and sausage and cheese, so we're going to see how long it takes for him to crap his pants. A 543. Okay. Give it about a good 35 minutes for it. That little hit your belly. Perfect time for biggest hell, biggest dub. <laughs> biggest dump. <laughs> <laughs> now that still brought us on the golf course. Uh, LA Live for Friday the 13th, 2023. Don't wish that on anybody. Uh, by the way, that missing leopard. They yeah. capture it? Was let out intentionally. Wow. Oh, but we do have an update. We do have an update. PETA, PETA break in? Has been found. Thank goodness. On the, uh, on the zoo grounds. But they do think it was an intentional. It wasn't like the leopard just escaped on its own. It yeah. looks like somebody was doing some tomfoolery. Oh, yeah. intentionally cut open. Yeah. You, you yeah. think some people get were getting fired and they just kind of, instead of getting on the speaker like they do at Walmart, that they just, <laughs> let's open up the cage, let some of these animals let out? Let the leopards out. Yeah. This is, this is uh, Habitat was intentionally leopard? cut. Yeah. Leopard? Yeah. Leopard homes. <laughs> leopard homes. <laughs> Yeah, I bet I bet some activists got in there. That's yeah, we, crazy. We gotta let these cats out. This is this is mean to to imprison them basically. All right, question for the Tolos. I asked on my Facebook page. I asked the Tolos questions because they know more about us than we know about them. So I asked them questions so they can expose themselves. And we know who they are. Uh, what's preventing the Cowboys from being great? I was inspired to ask this question from a Tolo, actually. He asked me to ask the Tolos. What's stopping you from being great? But with this being wild card weekend for the Cowboys, I say, what's stopping the Cowboys from being great? I got answers like this. Everybody wants to be the face of the franchise. Uh, the Jones family as a record label staff and crew. Okay. Yes. What's preventing the Cowboys from being great? The refs. It happens from time to time. Mm. Lakers felt that way last night. Boy, they were jammed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bad crew. Oh, that's preventing the Cowboys from being great. Kellen Moore. Okay. Kellen Moore comes to the stage. Uh, it's been like six years of hating on Kellen Moore now. A whole lot. Like a, he's like the Cowboys pinata. <laughs> <laughs> Better teams. Better teams are just stopping the Cowboys. How about that? Uh, what's prevent- I think that's good. Yeah. I mean, when they face good teams, that can happen. But I think it's injuries. I'll go with injuries. Okay. Injuries is on the list. Okay. Uh, Curse was on the list. Ego was on the list. Desire for headlines over desire for win is on the list. All that's fair. You know, yep. It's a lot of things. Uh, it, it is a lot of things. Uh, Indaccurate Prescott. Indaccurate mm. Prescott. That, that I've had yeah. some accuracy issues this yeah. year. Had a little daxident, if you will. <laughs> a little <dax>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Let's see what else what we got here for you boys. Oh, what's preventing the Cowboys from being great? Themselves. Yeah, that's, that's probably the, the man in the mirror. Yep. Can't get out of your own damn way. How about that? They don't put enough money into the defense. Uh, what's preventing the Cowboys from being great? The fans keep buying the merchandise and tickets. Yes, yes, we need to we need to stop. We need to send a strong message to the Jones family. Uh, and the only thing they're going to listen to is the pocketbook, right? You 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 make you make his uh, ROI return on investment start turning downward. He'll evaluate everything. How about right, it, Brian? Yep, because they say if they lose this game, he will come in on the war path, and everybody's budgets will be in question. I, yeah, what, I do wonder what's the difference in feeling for Jerry when he's won a Super Bowl and that feeling, or every year at the end of the season when we get the word that the Cowboys had four out of the top five most watched games or anything on yeah. television. Like, is it is it a similar feeling for him, or is it way different? 
I think it's pretty similar. I think, you know, the thing about Jerry and, and really all NFL owners, I don't think it's about the jersey sales and the tickets because they got through the pandemic and didn't lose all their money. You know, they had empty stadiums. It, it's the TV stuff that they make their money yeah. on. Yeah. The minute, the t- minute you stop watching, that's when things will turn around. I think so. It's like a mini Super Bowl victory at the end of every year you when want somebody to tweets out the graphic of Cowboys <laughs> 4 out of 5 with the, with the Gosh, best viewers. Most watching. valuable franchise on the planet. <laughs> yeah. They do a, their own little Super Bowl parade. Yeah. Number one, baby, pop yeah. them champagne boop, bottles. Boop, boop, boop. We were getting close to it at the uh, after week one. Like, if they would have lost the first two Cooper Rush games, because we got to find a year where they're horrible to not watch. I'm not going to not watch the good years. Oh, for sure. You know, but uh, a bad year where you're heading for uh, three or four wins. But, yeah, that's the thing. If you're really disappointed in this team, just don't watch. Mm -hmm. Because the minute those numbers aren't record-breaking, that gets... That gets sponsors' attention. That gets the league's attention, and there go your pocketbooks. It ain't the jerseys and tickets that we buy. That's that's nice. It's that yeah. money they get from the from the broadcast. All right, every day on the fan at two thirty, we do G bag of the day. We have a new winner right here. Uh, the curse of Kevin Harlan strikes again. Hmm. I played some Kevin Harlan audio throughout G back of the day last year because he was going around cursing all the superstars when they get to the free throw line. Here's him with Steph Curry. Steph Curry is at the line. He has not missed this year. Kevin. And why? And Kevin why? So, why? He's 22. That is huge. I like how Kevin just keeps going it with is. the stats. <laughs> he appreci- I think he appreciates yeah. it. I think he does. Yeah, he's, he's leaning in. He is leaning in. I love Reggie Miller's wise. His reaction why? make that cut. Uh, here's Kevin Hartland last night with Kyrie Irving on the line. He's in the 90 uh, percentile when it comes to the free throw line. Still missed. Here is Irving at the line. He has only missed 11 free throws in 118 taken. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? I mean, you've got to throw that stat out while he's at the line. Why can't you say it after his second free throw? 91% free throws. (laughs) The Harlan curse continues, people. I mean. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, he's proud wow. of this thing. Yeah, he likes he it. Is. He oh, loves pretty it. cool. Yeah. He likes it. Okay, I'm going to dump out this folder real quick, folks. Y'all be out. You be careful out here on these roads. Please. Please. I want to play some crash audio. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let you know. Maybe I'll scare you straight. There's a husband right here. He let his wife drive his brand new vet. And Ooh. I guess she didn't realize how fast a vet really yeah. is and how you, she doesn't know how to control it. Ooh. Listen to this. Oh, my God. Stop it. Be careful. Stop. Don't be a dork. Sounds good. Does sound pretty. Oh my god. That's not good. That's not good. Oh. Oh no. Is he okay? Uh they're both okay, but yeah, she definitely did total out the the car oh. ambulance and everything showed up yeah so with that much horsepower is rear wheel drive you hit it and it, the wheels just you go. gotta know what you're doing yeah, yeah you can go out of control we still got fiberglass bodies in those things we sure do though from what i know we sure do now i haven't got that uh new vet money yet yeah yet 
but we, you know, we'll see. Get you an old one, Lucius. Go I get do. you. A, go get you a seventy-one. From the 60s. Yeah, go get you a 67, 68, uh, Yeah. Any car from the sixties is so sexy to me, yeah, bro. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. yeah, I like the Camaros and the Mustangs myself. Absolutely. Speaking of Mustang, right here now, this is not a '60s Mustang. This is a 5.0. People don't like the Mustang online for some reason. They make fun of Mustang drivers. <laughs> this guy right here, his name is Nut. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nut crashed a 5.0 Mustang. He can no longer whip the ride. That means you can no longer drive for us, Nut. You can no longer drive for the crew. In fact, you are not in the crew anymore <laughs> because you can't drive and you wrecked the 5.0. Here you go. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you take crab to 5.0, boy, you going out too bad. Oh, my mama. Boy, you take crab to 5.0. Night, <laughs> nah, boy, you going out bad. Oh, my mama. Man, you just went out the bad, man. You went out bad, bro. Can't even handle them all, man. Look. No. <laughs> bro, you, no. boy, you not gain no more. You cannot wilt no more, bro. You just up the whole tie. <laughs> It bitch is gone. It owe it DP. Damn. Yeah, it's bad. Did you hear mama? Did you hear mama's used? It's bad. Did you hear the OnStar thing? Yeah. The OnStar yeah. came yeah. on. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad everybody's okay. On my mama. Yeah, on my mama. You you are not gang anymore, fam. You cannot drive for us. Is that his given name, Nut? You think, or is that a? <laughs> To get a Lance Armstrong situation developed. <laughs> and baby, look like a nut to me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I also had some Bill Burr in the, in the folder that I did not get to play this week. He was ranting about the no tailgating policy at the SoFi Stadium for oh, yeah. uh, the, the championship college. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. pretty upset about that. A lot of bleeps right here. Down at SoFi Stadium, they're having the Super Bowl of college football. And do you know that they're saying you're not allowed to tailgate? You're not allowed to tailgate. What the f? What do you f mean I'm not allowed to tailgate? Tailgating comes with the f ticket. Is this going to be the new thing? You're not allowed to tailgate? Are you trying to force me into the stadium to pay those astronomical prices for all of that food? You know, it's not my fault you decided to build a flying saucer and bury it nine miles into the god ground. <laughs> what? I didn't ask for that stay. I was fine with the LA Memorial Coliseum. I didn't see a problem with it. All these soft ass. Saying it was a dump. You got right as a dump. It's a <laughs> stadium. What's the matter? There's no luxury boxes. They don't serve sushi. What the <laughs> are you here for? They don't have a hot tub on one end of the goddamn uh, that little herpes aquarium down there. That that's what's missing for you. Herpes aquarium. Yeah. What, dude? Where's he come up with this stuff? He's a wild best. guy. I love <laughs> Bill Burr. Man, that's my best friend. He doesn't even realize it. He's from Boston too. It makes me. Uh, I I got this reporter right here from Boston, and the Boston accent just jumped out of her, and she didn't want it to jump out of her. Parts of this bill are similar to the executive orders that have already been put in place in New Hampshire. Oh. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. New Hampshire. yeah. yeah. She uh, caught herself at the end. She was a little disappointed. She so. did. Yeah. She Been did. working hard on that. She did. How about your boy Stone Cold Steve Austin? He was a weatherman this week. <laughs> How about that? Let's check this out. <laughs> You're starting off with your around your stomping grounds, right? Take a look at this. Uh, yeah. Beautiful sunset in Carson <laughs> Valley where I live uh, with my wife and uh, three dogs. And that's an absolute beautiful picture. Love it here.
Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for chiming in this picture. Now we'll take you through your current temperatures. Steve, take it away. Hey, Reno, you're looking 34 down in Menden, 35. Carson City is 34. South Lake Tahoe up to 29. Truckee still at 28. Winnemucca, 35. Elko, a cold 25. Love Lock coming in at 30. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get job hand on that Nevada weather, right? <laughs> what a beast. Still my favorite interview. One day at Texas Motor Speedway, yeah, we got to interview Stone That was Cole. pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was amazing. Let's see. I got more stuff. I don't know. I, I won't play Tear that. I won't play that. Won't play that. Won't play that. Won't play that. How about another Bill Burr right here? He was on Conan O'Brien's podcast talking about watching TV with his wife. Mm. Uh, she's real sensitive about things, and he's not. <laughs> um, yeah. Body shaming. If you like, if, 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 trigger for the body shaming right here, y'all. Trigger. Oh gosh, I'm earmuffs. Yeah, earmuffs, kids. Yeah, I didn't want to say your name. Because <laughs> <laughs> you my wife has such really a big heart, and we're always watching TV, and she's forever getting teared up, and I am laughing my ass off. Like she used to watch The Biggest Loser, and these these fat people would be crying. <laughs> about all the cookies and burgers they were eating. <laughs> and they were crying like they lost a dog or something. And she would be crying with them, and I would just be laughing my ass off. No, most of the world is starving. That's why. Like, I've been there. I went to, like, India, and I saw this level of poverty that I just maybe want to adopt every kid over here. And then you just come back to America, and there's these slovenly people. Hey, you just can't stop eating Oreos. And it was just so hilarious oh. and uh oh this won't air and then no one gets, will ever hear this, this. <laughs> my wife gets mad at me for laughing it makes it like for, oh dude i have worse ones than that i totally believe you bill i 100 believe you dog it's facts yeah. yeah this is the stuff that bill is in bill's head that he thinks is digestible yeah. by society yeah and you kind of look alike him nowadays with the Let's bald go. head and the beard bro I'm staying with it. And you kind of ginger. Yo, that's crazy. You look like Bill right now. Separated at birth. Thank you, Lucius. All right, I'm out of here. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Don't let your wife drive the vet. You too. We got one hour to go. And coming up next, Christy Scales, Cowboy Sideline Reporter, joins us in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.